You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester with a hoarse voice and all. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? I'm so glad to be arguing with uh, one Chester, finish that, and now get on the podcast and and talk to you for an hour. You can never have too many Chesters, that's what they say. Maybe... Haley Chester, is there a Haley Chester? Maybe she could come yell at me after this. <laughs> it's funny you um, say this because shy, I don't really know. <laughs> just a few minutes ago, I got a one minute and five second voice memo from my brother complaining about uh, one Akiva Wienaker. So, you want to play it? Can you play it? <laughs> well, I would have to consult with him. I don't know if it was a uh, meant for no, a play it. Does he listen to this? I think he probably does, right? <laughs> That's I will fine. check with him. He has, he's like Chester. He doesn't really have feelings. I will check with him, and if that's the case, I'll put it in post. Co-commissioning a league with Akiva Wienerker is a great joy. He doesn't bother to read the rules until the last few weeks of the regular season when he goes completely apeshit over the fact that there are basic concepts and elements of the league which he is presumably also in charge of, which he was never aware of, and then he insists he never agreed to them, despite ignoring countless emails to that effect. Uh, And then goes completely crazy and threatens to quit unless he gets his way. And then when related issues pop up that need resolving, he also goes completely apeshit and uh, endless logic and endless discussion doesn't really lead anywhere. But ultimately, I guess it's the pain with the pleasure and it's all worth it. But what's your side of the story? Well, we're he. I'm in his. I'm in a his fantasy league. It's it's actually become a pretty good league. It's modeled after your league. Uh, we had a nice barbecue uh, watch party on Sunday. Everyone enjoyed good barbecue, except for your brother, who, unbeknownst to the host and to everyone, is a vegetarian. Which uh, he didn't tell the person, so there's not much you could do on the fly for a vegetarian to barbecue. In general, vegetarians and vegans and barbecues, it's not really their place. It's not like they're where and they to, shine. And to show up to a barbecue and not tell people ahead of time. Now, if you meet Sammy Chester, everything about him exudes the fact that he's a vegetarian. It's hard to not know he's a vegetarian. So the host mm-hmm. is the host somebody who doesn't know him very well or at all, I guess? Yeah, the host doesn't would, would have no idea. I mean, I, I, don't, I didn't even know. He, I think he told me once, but I had forgotten. Yeah, I don't know how you have a conversation with him and not realize that about him, but... Uh, anyway, so... But he's also, well. he's not going to show up to the barbecue and complain. 
Like no, he, he, no, that's the point. He would never make it about him. He, he wouldn't. Yeah. He wouldn't say it. Yeah. I would be. I would have a tattoo on my head that said, "You know, I need six side dishes." I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, but you also wouldn't um, show up to the barbecue without having announced it ahead of time. Of course. Yeah. I would have. Yeah. I would have. I would. I would have told everybody. Yeah. I would have inconvenienced anyone I, I needed to. Yeah. Um. I listen. We keep kosher, and it's it's tricky sometimes. You, I mean, we've been we've been to weddings where maybe the food wasn't for us, and it's tricky. What I have that? that situation this coming weekend, actually. The, the food wedding isn't kosher? Uh, yeah, I'm going... I should not be saying this on the podcast, so... Oh, no. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> My uh, significant other is not pleased and wants to cancel our attendance at the wedding, and I'll have to edit this out after the podcast, so... You should go, you should go alone. You should go alone. <laughs> well, uh, a, a, mutual, a friend of mine who is going to the wedding was desperately hoping that my wife would cancel so that he could hang out with me and not have her as the third wheel, <laughs> slash him be the yeah. third wheel. So he yeah, kept no, saying, he kept saying why doesn't Jed not come? <laughs> <laughs> she should. She should not go. I would offer. I mean, if I could be your plus one, I would go to this. It sounds like a fun, fun wedding where there's nothing to eat. Yeah. Also, like, I don't really care about not eating. Like, I can go without food, but uh, my wife cannot yeah. go without food. So she gets hangry. My Mary gets really hangry. That's why, like, if she, ever, if she ever went on Survivor, she would like stab someone on day two. Yeah. Because they were just eating. Right I mean, like, if I'm like um, starving, I'll like I'll slow down and I won't be like you know as like you know quick on the draw. Right. But my my mood won't change, just my energy will change. But my wife's Right, my mood, mood will change. Yeah. I'll, my I'll wife's mood changes dramatically. Oh yeah. Oh no question. My wife And so does my you know, I, I spent I spent a summer, excuse me, I spent well, I spent uh, one summer I went to Europe with my sister and and then mm-hmm. and then and then another Before summer and then another summer several years later I'm with my wife. Both times we went in August and in August like all of Europe goes on vacation. Yeah. And so nothing's open. And so, and the yeah. first time I went with, with my sister, this was like before like smartphones and stuff. So ahead of time, I had made a map of mm-hmm. like where every kosher restaurant was in like Paris, for yes. example. And we would hike like three miles to get there and it'd be closed. And this happened day after day and my sister wanted to murder me. Yeah. And then with my Very wife, annoying. the same thing yeah, happened throughout Italy. Things. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's Italy. You're like there for the food. The other things, at least it's like an activity, you know, it, the eating is the activity when you're in Italy. Well, I, I mean, let's be honest. If you're like a strictly kosher observant Jew, you're yeah, not going anywhere for the food outside of like, you know, New York and Israel. You, so. Yeah. You take, go on vacation to Teaneck, New Jersey to the five towns. Yeah. Um, OK, so here's what happens. So Sammy, um, so he decides that keepers in our league are too cheap. And I, he, what happened was this summer. Hold on. He decides this like in the middle of the season when it's already been established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. week 11 of okay. the NFL. All right. In okay. Case I didn't know. So um, I because I said to him, you know, I'm really mad about the keepers because I'm in first place in that league and everyone's going to be tanking to uh, like the bad teams because the, the trade deadline's not until next Thursday. So which is very late for a keeper like league. There are like four teams. Way that are too late for a keeper. And now league. there's another week. Way too late. Yeah. So, but he he Sammy like does all this without like he could ask you who like runs the most serious league imaginable, but he's stubborn and he does this all himself. I mean, I did tell he's him he's a very good commissioner, yeah. but he's not experienced enough yet. Yeah, I did tell so him he, to get rid of keepers. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. Yeah. Well, he asked me in June. He said, right, "What do you think about keepers?" I said, "No." It ruins. And leads. then he put it up. Uh, yeah, and he put it on the on the. Uh, on a vote that I didn't even see, and the vote won. So I, I'm officially the co-commissioner, whatever that means. But it it was not up to me. So then the the it, I realized like oh it's way too the way our, our draft is structured is very different. Like it's out of a hat the auction, which is cool, but it doesn't it doesn't yield keepable to- totals. It's insane. It's so um anyway. Long story short, uh, he decided today. That he needed to change and make keepers more expensive, even though, as he says, uh, 
he is the most to benefit from it keeping the same, which is what everyone always says when they want to change something. Yeah, and, and um, let me just say, Sam, so Sammy leaves me this one minute and five second message in which he didn't discuss the mm-hmm. context of your disagreement. He just discussed the nature of the way that you disagree about things. Oh, boy. And so I was 100% on board with all of Sammy's comments. Oh, yeah, no question. But he didn't tell me that the context is he's trying to change the rules of a league in the middle of a season. Oh, no, he is. I'm, I'm not nitpicking. He is being insane and yeah, and oh so here's what happened he's 100 percent wrong so he post yeah he's wrong i knew yeah. and i said like ask alex he, i know that like i'm happy to have you mediate any of these arguments and you will side with me you've sided with me the whole season on everything so he he um he puts in the whatsapp group in the league whatsapp group uh i i know we don't like doing this but we're changing a rule keepers are now like double the price or whatever that whatever it is and people go bananas. Yeah. And he obviously. also wrote, like, Akiva and I decided. I didn't decide. There's a whole G-chat. He's just seeing what he wants to see. Where I keep saying, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. No. Um, and, and so he's like, what do you mean? Uh, so he's like, all right, we'll put it to a vote. Well, I said, okay, but the vote has to be unanimous because it's a midseason change. And in every league like this, you, you can't change things unless no one has a problem with it. You agree? No, I don't agree with the unanimous part of it. So he said if it it's has six to be a strong to, majority. If yeah, if it's I would say yeah, if it's six to six, you can't change it. If it's eight to four, I think you can what change it. What about seven to five or eight to four? I think eight to four so you anyways, can change it. You got a two thirds. No. It's seven to five. But I don't probably. believe he got any votes. I'm not sure he got any votes. Oh, okay. I think so it was this like is eleven weird. to one against it. Okay. So but he but he was just being insane. So it, it, why am I why am I the bad guy? He wanted to change rule. And in the middle of the season, just it, don't worry about it now. It has no effect on the rest of the season. We'll change it later. If well, we but I mean, it. but you are right. It does if it's going to lead people to making these ridiculous trades. But look, people have yeah, been making going to make a ridiculous trades. People have been making first, and people have, have been making moves I all year. Mayfield for really cheap for next year. Yeah. I'm going to flip him for freaking. I could I could trade Baker Mayfield for Adam Thielen right now. Yeah, well, and that's exactly what the problem is with keeper leagues and why they're stupid. So, yeah. Anyway, all right. So that's 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 our that's the first segment. That's our lame chest of the week. It goes to Sammy. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Sammy. But what are you insulting me? It, well, this e- this ends like a 500 uh, uh, week winning streak of me being lame Chester of the week, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. well, I'll actually, no, I, I think you probably pro- one week Fern got it. Or oh, something. I was going to say you've probably given it to um, Jen a few times, like when she no showed the serial tournament. You weren't happy. No, about she's that. A hashtag not my Chester. She's yeah. a, she's a gonic. Um, okay. Now, next segment is um, dumb listener of the week. Are you ready for this? Okay. It's this is going to be an ongoing segment, recurring segment. Doug, dumb listener, because we have this a lot goes of them. To, <laughs> yeah, so this one goes to Josh Cantor. Oh, Josh Cantor. Yeah. went to a San Antonio Spurs game. I've never been to a San Antonio Spurs game, yeah. even though I am very quite odd. Literally a lifelong San Antonio Spurs. Fan. Very odd. He, he, to, uh, you have to point out that he doesn't live in San Antonio. No, I don't. Or, or Texas, the country, or the Southwest. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and but he was there. I'm not even sure why, but I, that's very cool. He went to a Spurs Rockets game, but then he posts on Facebook. The, I'm here at the Spurs Rockets game. There are six Hall of Famers here. It's so cool. And then somebody says, "Hey, Josh, who are the six Hall of Famers? You want to hear who the six Hall of Famers are?" Yeah, I know. I, I saw that. We've been having this stupid James argument. James Harden, yeah, but the listeners don't. Okay. So just pretend. Yeah. James Harden, fine. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Chris Paul, fine. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Pau Gasol. Yep. No problem. Yeah. The Euro guys have a, have a have a high threshold. No, he should be. Pop. Yeah. Obviously, he should be or he shouldn't be. Gasol should be. For, I don't care about the European thing. Based on yeah, his yeah. NBA career, he should be. Yeah. yeah. Pop. Yep. Obvious Hall um, of Famer. Yep. An immortal the coach. The coach. Lamarcus Aldridge. So he he blamed me for so. this one. I, I do think yeah. he'll eventually end up in the Hall of Fame. But Chris Webber's not in, and Webber Doche 
Weber beats. But Chris Weber will be in the Hall of Fame next year, and he should be already. Okay, so maybe yeah. Aldridge. I, I, problem is, I don't know if he's ever going to be in the NBA Finals. It's very tricky. And he said Carmelo's homesick, which was the beginning of the end of, of Carmelo. But here's his sixth person. Yeah. Mike D'Antoni. Yeah. I've been arguing with him about this for a while. What is he talking about? So, listen. Is he insane? Well, okay. Mike D'Antoni to, has a losing playoff record. To, to defend. He has a winning regular season To defend record. Mr. Cantor for a second, um, who, in yeah. your opinion, is the best NBA uh, basketball writer out there at the moment? Zach Lowe. Okay. So, Cantor is obsessed with Zach Lowe, and Zach Lowe has, has repeatedly said that Mike D'Antoni should be in the Hall of Fame. And so, I don't think Cantor is developing his own opinions here. Uh, he's just regurgitating what somebody that he respects a lot in the NBA says, and so that's why he says oh, that. so now I give the award, the dumb listener of the week, to, to an on-listener, yeah. Zach Lowe. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, just because of his, but not because of his on the court. It would be like Don Coryell in the NFL. It's not because sure, of his okay. performance as a coach, but because, yeah, how he changed the game. With, sure. with, yeah, basically. Very. Yeah, so, like, I, I mean, by that standard, like, run or test should be in the Hall of Fame because he, like, moved the fans back to <laughs> punching them. Yeah. So, like, he, he changed the on-court dynamic. Yeah. That has more of an yeah. effect. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's our dumb listener league. All right, you ready for a quick NBA game? Because the NFL this week was really lousy. I'm happy to talk about next week, but there's really nothing to talk about yeah, last uh, week. Yeah, it was last week in the NFL was one of the most boring weeks we've ever had. Even though there was a bunch the of night upsets. Games were good. There the was, Sunday yeah. night and Monday night games were good. Well, but it was a. Re- I mean, nobody cares about the Giants and the 49ers. Well, if you play fantasy football, well, I, a lot of people. I mean, I, well, I have Saquon Barkley on in literally every single team. After yeah, co- so do I. Yeah, so I, I and, care a lot. And, and I lost. Well, that part of the reason I hated the week is I lost in literally every single fantasy league I'm in on Sunday. My picks went uh, were abysmal. I, I went uh, two and five in Your our first picks, losing so. week in in uh, Spread Survivor, where you have to pick. Yeah, just go two and two. You did it ten weeks in a row until yeah. this or nine weeks till this. Yeah, week. and the funny thing is, I was the I I went seven and seven for the week overall against the spread, but I was my lock of the week was. Uh, Philadelphia and they lost and then I lost I went one and three as you said in our pick four I went two and five in our pick seven so basically the more confident in the game I was the more I was wrong so terrible week by me all around okay so quick NBA game yeah are you familiar with the TNT game who they play for yeah which is they which is Kenny and Ernie Johnson ask Ernie Johnson asked Charles Barkley the first week of the season yeah who does so-and-so play for yeah and I and do slightly better than Barkley, which is not good because he's paid millions of dollars to know about the NBA. Yeah, but again, he only he's supposed to know about the All Star. Yeah, but it is like very hard, guys. honestly. They ask really tough. It's guys. a hard game, but um, I will make it slightly easier. I want to play with you. Well, you're and, this, so, but here's uh, the not fair part. Like, I have been less interested yeah. in the NBA this year than ever before because Tom Thibodeau murdered my team. Yeah, that is tricky. But you should so, watch the rest of the league. The, the thing about the NBA is, if you can stomach the fact that your team sucks, like my team is very mediocre. Uh, obviously, the league as a whole is amazing. The regular season is probably better than the playoffs this year because the playoffs. Yeah, but are then, but then, be then the uh, but then joke. the other thing is like I, it's it started way too early. I'm not Bill Simmons. I don't get into it until football season's over. It, so. They're moving it back a little bit next week. They realized how early it was next year. Yeah, they're moving it back. Well, this is the bit. earliest that it they is. ever did it this year. Uh, this year and last year they yeah. did. It really All right, okay. So I'm going to do very badly on this, but whatever. Okay, what team is my beloved Shabazz Napier on? Beloved because uh, UConn Huskies. Honestly, we got to stop doing this. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to get zero of these, so it's not going to be interesting. You get zero? This. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm totally out of the loop. Unless you're asking like stars, I'm not going to know. No, no. So should I just make it hard? Do you know what team Mozgov's on? <laughs> I'm going to go quick. Let's see if you get one. Okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm telling you, I'm not going to. Okay. Trey Burke. That's easier. Is he on the Knicks? Yeah. Okay. See? Sam Decker, Kevin Harlan's son-in-law. Uh, Sam Decker. I'm going to guess. I don't know. 
I, I don't know. He's on the Cavs. Okay. Uh, Zaza, the worst player in the NBA, the most despicable person alive. I, f- I totally forgot he wasn't even on the Warriors anymore. I Charlotte, no, I have no idea. Javale's in his spot. No, he's on Detroit. All right, you don't know. No, uh, Javale's not will, in his spot. Javale's on the Lakers. Okay. Now, we usually this time of year we start ranking the games. Do you have the games ranked? No, but I will say it is a great week this week, unlike last week, because yeah, it's a good week. Well, here's what happens. There's no big spreads at all. Well, okay, so this is why you have six teams on bye, right? Yeah. And of those six teams, five of them are probably among the worst, like eight teams in the league. So you have the Patriots yeah. and five abysmal teams the, on bye. The whole AFC East, I think, right? Yeah. So, but it's great because when you have five bad teams on bye, it knocks out a lot mm-hmm. of like bad games. Um, and yes. then, of, and then the two worst teams of the teams that are playing this week are playing each other. What's that game? So you, so you have the one meaningless game that nobody cares about, which is um, Arizona, Arizona and Oakland. Should we start there? Should we? Talk and then, about and then you, and then you have Tampa and the Giants, which is another game like that. And then every other game is, and then, and then I get you have the Chargers game, but every other game is between playoff teams or between playoff contending teams. So as you said, there's no big spreads. The biggest spread of the week, which is kind of insane, is the seven, defending right? champions. What are they? Seven or seven and a half? Yeah, they're going. They're going into New Orleans, and they are huge underdogs. So if you're yeah, like a survivor, gonna be, people are going to be surviving New Orleans and anti-surviving Philly. Well, possibly. anti-surviving it's Philly makes week. more sense. But to survive in New Orleans against the defending champions is crazy. But who do you pick in Survivor? It's a really tough week if you're still yeah, it's, alive. Yeah, it's, it's a hard week. You sort of have to go with the biggest spread. Are you are you comfortable going like you want to flip a coin on the Bucks Giants game? Do you want to? I mean, assume the Raiders yeah, I'm, quit and pick I'm the an Cardinals. Anti, I'm alive in anti-survivor, and I picked a team this week who's only a, like a three and a half point favorite. I think so. It's really tricky. People, yeah. it's or I, I picked an underdog. I mean, I picked a team to lose obviously who's only a three and a half point yeah. underdog yeah most of these pools are gonna all right so let's go game by game and uh and see if we have any any sure. takes okay do we write teams off like bill and sal i mean we copy 80 percent of their podcasts so <laughs> okay should we should we cross off are there cross-offs yeah i mean we can cross off like half the league by this point okay we discussed on uh ranap this week if uh if the viking at the very end if the Vikings are a Super Bowl contender. All right. I'll have to wait till Sunday know. to find out about that, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's start with the Thursday night game because that's that's Packers-Seahawks. That's a really good Thursday night game. Yeah. Uh, these two teams are both is, a lo- much- is this a loser-leaves-town match? Well, I think, you know, the Packers are just – they have such an uphill battle already because yeah. they're 4-4. They're four and four. They've already – you know, they, they only tied at home against Minnesota. So they have to go at Minnesota. They have to go at Chicago. So I guess Mm -hmm. they control their own destiny because they could go into Minnesota and Chicago and win those two games. But and if they do that, then I guess it doesn't really matter if they lose this game. Seattle at four Mm -hmm. and five. If Seattle loses, they're done because then they'd be four and six and they'd be losing more tiebreakers. So I think for Seattle, it's a must win for Green Bay. It's it's not just because, again, they get to play Minnesota and Chicago still. Yeah, um, I would still, if I was advising these teams, I would advise them to win this game. Yes, that's that good advice. That would be that would be my yeah. take. And by the way, Seattle, um, Seattle's four and five, but that includes two very close losses to the Rams. Yeah, that week Seattle's one, fine. I think the week one loss like to Denver looks worse. I think as as time goes on, Denver's weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, you saw them uh, get destroyed by your Jets. Well, so that's been, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think people are skewed by seeing them having like two really bad losses. Yeah. But Denver isn't. Near, Denver's not like a bottom four team at all. So yeah. So, but you're right. It's the it's um, a, it's a good start to the week. It's going to be a good game. Um, I just know, don't think some... I don't think Rodgers has it right now. I think Rodgers well, is like, going to play out the string and then make sure they fire McCarthy. He just it hasn't well, Rogers been a hasn't really Rogers had it for a couple of years. His yards per attempt has gone down each of the last few years. 
And and I'm not sure, you know, you watch him physically. Obviously, this year he's been banged up, but physically he doesn't seem any different. To me, I think you just have to chalk it up to his. And we're coach. talking about a guy with one interception this year. Yeah, but but he's dinking and dunking. Just you look at the offense that he's running, and you compare it to the offenses that any of these other guys get to run. You know, like how yeah. jealous must he be of of Jared Goff or Pat Mahomes or whoever or Tom Brady? Oh my God! Yeah, no, yeah. he would he would. Uh, I, I mean, his numbers are seventeen to one. Listen, we're also spoiled by Brady playing forever and still being good this year. It's not unreasonable for a guy in his 14th season to start being bad like we've seen that yeah but again but but i'm saying forever but, but does rogers look any different physically because his age doesn't seem to have affected him i the completion percentage is weird i think he just decided he doesn't want to get hit anymore so like once every single drive he throws the ball away so i don't know if his true completion percentage would be 61 percent because like that's you know it's not an accuracy issue if you throw the ball away yeah but it, it's concerning yeah um yeah. i mean he stayed healthy that's good yeah, well, he's played every game, but his—I mean—he knows that if he loses, his team is—if he's—he's hurt, his team loses every game. So, uh, I think they're going to go into Seattle. I think it'll be a close game, but I have Seattle. I'll probably uh, give the points also. Yeah, I, I mean, Seattle at home—if just straight winner, I'm picking Seattle. But I think with the points, I would probably lean towards Green Bay. It's not fun to watch a game and have bet against Aaron Rodgers. You never like are happy about that. Yeah. All right. Well, what's next? I really like Atlanta Dallas. It's a pretty similar game, honestly, to Green Bay Seattle. The Atlanta-Dallas game early Sunday is an excellent game. Well, I was um, very wrong about Dallas. I thought they were very bad. I thought I couldn't understand why the Eagles were giving up uh, less than a touchdown at home to that garbage mm-hmm. Dallas team. The Eagles had looked really good, uh, you know, right before the bye. And I was really yeah. shocked I've by I've loved what I saw. everything I've seen from Dak for like four weeks. I've watched the like all their da- Dak Yeah, because they're on so national hard. TV every week. Um, I, so I, they, have no re- they have no receivers. I mean, Amari's like, okay. I mean, Amari but... Cooper has played very well, too. Like, he was like running very crisp routes. You yeah. know, his hands. Yeah, now, where would you draft him if he was in the draft? Would you pick him 10th? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, and not pay him $15 million a year like he's getting paid next year. Yeah. And, um, would you pick him 10th and pay him $8? Yeah, it's, got, draft it's, it's obviously a terrible trade. But. Um, you know, he he does his biggest problem in Oakland always was his drops, and he has not had that issue so far in Dallas. So, by the way, by the way, a brutal week for the Falcons because at least Cowboys, um, the the Cowboys get to go home for that Thanksgiving game, but the the Falcons have a short week in New Orleans. That's a, yeah. like having like two days to prepare for Drew Brees on an, on a, a Thursday night game. Yeah, is vicious. Yeah, the Vikings had to do that at the Rams earlier this year, so it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you 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 beat Dallas, you lose to New Orleans, you split the difference. But that I mean, Dallas, New Orleans, Baltimore, Green Bay, Arizona, Carolina, Tampa. What do you have Atlanta finishing? Eight and eight. Well, we discussed this last week. Yeah. But have you haven't adjusted it? You don't. You never did just later wins. No, I I do adjust it every week. But I don't think we does everybody want to hear my readjusted every single. No, I'm well. I'm not going to do every team. I'm just curious about the yeah. Falcons. Now, because is Dan if they go seven and nine, which is definitely a possibility. Is, no, is Dan Quinn it. in danger of being no, fired? Absolutely, you don't not. think so? No. I mean, I guess the answer would be like, look how crazy teams would go. Like Green Bay or Cle- like Cleveland wouldn't jump all over Dan Quinn. I think they would. Well, don't that, e- one of the problems. You know, I would have to guess I, that I, each of the teams so you just Jets mentioned fans. would want an offensive coach. I mean, the, the, the Packers. Yeah, well, that's the tr- that's the the first thing I said. Like, there's no way Rodgers is getting a defensive coach. Yeah, the the Browns would in theory with like a really good offensive guy. Because I don't think they're going to keep Williams if they don't give him the job. Because Williams is an insane person who, yeah. whose ego will to be too bruised. Plus, he has eleven offers. He said, "Yeah." Um, <laughs> and the Jets have have hired. Although, look, he won that game last it, week, it and no stunning. one saw that coming. So, it would be stunning if the Jets uh, if the Jets hired uh, uh, an offensive coach. But maybe they're stupid and they will. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, the, the, those are like the, the the clear teams that are going to be in the market for a coach. And I agree, they're not looking for a defensive guy. But there will be somebody. That's one of the scary things. Like, if you're the Jets, and I, you'd have to assume at this point Bowles has no chance to stay, 
that's is it would you consider because we've been talking about this in like the Jets WhatsApp group and stuff like is that to you an appealing job having the most cap room in the league and a young quarterback but a struggling young quarterback do you think that's an appealing job right now the Jets job as a head coach well appealing to who like who are you hiring are you trying to recruit like if you're Jim a, Harbaugh saying, if, how about this if you're if you're Jim Harbaugh let's say and okay. you get fired or or uh, you know no uh, if David I'm Shaw coming from well college. Th- no this is what I'm saying if you have your pick of jobs that's not your ideal yeah. job. That you're picking Green Bay because you have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but but most guys who are becoming NFL head coaches don't have their pick of jobs. They're trying to become a coach for the oh, first but time. But I'm talking about the the hottest prospect because there's going to be a lot of jobs yeah. every year now. The Jets will not. It, it will be like if last year with the Filippo, or if you're my guy Matt Lafleur, who I want. For, if you could choose any the, job, you're not choosing the, the Jets, Jets job. Sorry, Jets. Yeah, but not only not choosing like. I think Cleveland's a better job because Baker's shown much more than Darnold. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think that's true. And they have a similar they have cap a, situation. Now, they have a better the, defense. The GM job is good for the Jets because they have so much money. Yeah. And they have very, you know, they have they have very few commitments. Yeah. And you get to last a little longer. GMs rarely go after two years unless you were in Cleveland. So you could move on from Darnold and probably still keep the job if you're the GM if if he's bad in two years. Uh, but yeah, the Green Bay job is good. I don't know what other jobs are like. Cause, you know, it's not like Gruden's getting fired. So would you, the Baltimore job? That's a weird gig because there's a good roster. Uh, Har- have, John Harbaugh's not getting fired. Stop it. You don't think so? I, no. I think that I think that I the the media guys think he is getting fired slash leaving. I think well, the, well, because the the owner has made some comments, and it's about a different that. firing. Like he's ha- like he's getting a second gig, so it's not like he's you know. It's so not it's like sort of like Andy Reid or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't think he's as nervous yeah. as as I mean. As the Michael Ravens Park. are you know unusual in that their front office and their head coach have been so solid for two decades, but their ownership is I mean they're clowns. The way they handled the whole Ray Rice situation. And yes. and the fact that they're threatening to fire John Harbaugh, like the next coach Baltimore Even the gets Kaepernick thing, which they didn't get a lot of flack for, yeah. like they basically pulling people yeah. ready to sign him, yeah. and they pulled the plug because like his girlfriend said something. Yeah, it's or, it's or some crazy reason. It, it, it just let me put it this way: the next coach they have will not be as good an NFL coach as John Harbaugh. So if you want fire him, by oh, him. I agree. And it's the same thing with the Eagles with Andy Reid. No, sometimes the guy's been there too long, and I get that part. They're too long, and the players you you can't turn over a whole roster. But they the just but but they out. just drafted Lamar Jackson, and t- uh, they're not going to give Harbaugh a chance to develop the guy. Well, I think that's why you have to if you're if you're Harbaugh, you have to play Jackson because if Jackson plays well, there's no way you could fire Harbaugh. Like if Jackson brings them to the wild card, I, I think he has to keep that job. Yeah. Well, I Unless think the relationship is just irreparable, which it might be because it seems like they're like both leaking. Well, now, I mean, now that we're talking about that, the Baltimore Cincinnati game is an absolute. Mo- if Baltimore loses, their season's over because they've been swept town? by Cincinnati. Is it leaving town. Well, no, because yeah, that, the one o'clock games are awesome. Baltimore doesn't. I mean, Cincinnati doesn't have to leave town because they'd still be tied at five and five with Baltimore, and they would have tied. They should have left town. They were so bad last year. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and they've had a couple of those now this year. Um, I mean, they have a minus fifty-three differential for a team that's above five hundred right now, which is not great. But in fact, I assume, yeah, that's all right. So, who do you have winning that game while we're talking about it? Baltimore, since well, so I, I have Baltimore winning just because again, it, it, they have to win. What's the line three? It's got to be exactly three, right? No, it's not. Baltimore's been favored by four. I mean, I've seen it three and a half, four, four and a half Why? in different places because Cincinnati was so bad last week. I it's guess not so. Like there's anything wrong? I mean, look, with them. the advanced stats are uh, really love Baltimore. So, advanced stats always love Baltimore. Uh, AJ Green is is out again. By the way, the Bagels have the uh, sixth worst differential in the league. Yeah. Now again, I'll, I'll, most mean, of that is from is just winning. from last week. Four is way too high for that spread. I would not if I was only betting four or five games this week. I would not bet that game, but I, I'm not. I would bet. You know what? I'm going to put money on the Bengals there. All right. Uh, you think four. they're going to win that's or a, so a, no? No, no. Plus four. That's a point too high. Okay, so you're doing the same thing. That's with a Green classic. Bay. Three By the way, spread. we, we more, talked more about Dallas two. Atlanta, but who are you picking in that game? Um, Atlanta. Yeah, and to me, I'm going to say, and then what's the line there? Four and a half. Yeah. 
Or no, it's less. I think it's four. Four? That's still Atlanta. Yeah. But I, I'm really I'm really impressed with Dak. Uh, the team is playing really hard. It's You know, we make fun of the Cowboys because they're so overrated. But they also have like 10 studs. You know, like they still have several solid offensive linemen. They have the best corner in the NFL in Byron Jones. Like they have a lot of really good players. All right, slow your roll. So they do. They have a lot of good, like they have a lot of really good players. Lee is great. The four games here he plays, and then that Vanderesh was awesome. Also, all right, we'll be back after this They've with got the key to Jones. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good team. No, Dallas sucks. I'm sorry. I mean, it's a bad team, but that's like a lot of good players on a bad team. No, they stink. Uh, and Zeke is awesome. Zeke is a fun guy to watch. Yeah. He's very good. It's it's I, obviously I'm biased, but like it's ludicrous how much better the Sunday night telecast is than the other yeah. games. Yeah, like they show you such cool angles that yeah. like you understand football so much better. I love the I love the field goal like. thing. The field goal thing is great. Although I I, I really like ESPN like, showing you um the the offensive package who's on the field. Every, yeah, every it's single play. It's so good for for fantasy. Like no, I think Evan Ingram, I need him. T- and to like catch a couple passes. NBC, some of these other networks are doing a thing. On the field. I don't know he's not on the field. Some like, of these networks are showing you like if it's a twenty-one or a thirty-one, like. But you still don't know. Like I don't know. Like what? Who's number eleven on the team? I don't know who their fourth receiver is by number. Right. Yeah. No. It's brilliant. So. Uh, it probably just takes like a one spotter and one graphics guy to quickly do it. No, but I'm saying, but NBC uh, was doing it, but they were only showing the numbers of the players, the uniform numbers, not the names. Yeah, that's not so useful. So yeah, that's that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's almost a zero. It's useful if it's yeah, your yeah. team. No, but ESPN. It's a rare knows. thing that ESPN does better. And NBC's yeah. stubborn; they probably like won't copy ESPN right away. But well, but the announcers but this, on ESPN are be... so abysmal that it just it ruins the package. I mean, it, in one of my in yeah, one of my so football chats uh, during the Monday night game, everybody was complaining about Booger, and so I said that after his rant about now, some the, people think Booger's the best of the three, though. Well, he is. Oh, he is for sure. Yeah, yeah, because he has. He brought up good things like. Just by the way, it, I know it sounds so so simple. Just Booger like smartly bringing up if Eli's a Hall of Famer is more heavy lifting than eighty percent of the announcers can do. Well, I was going to say so. That's where I think Booger's strength is 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 not like sort of his little hot take artists about coaching decisions or is a guy a Hall of Famer. I think his strength is where he talks about like the actual like the line play and like actually like in the trenches yeah, yeah, being yeah. a player. I don't think people care that much about it, but he is good at that. no. But that's what he's good at. But when he goes beyond that, like yeah. when he again when he I he lost me permanently when he went on that idiotic rant about why you don't go for two when you're down fourteen on the touchdown. I mean, there no no players are are like you know unless they grow up playing Madden are going to really yeah. Give but you so in one of my football uh, chats, listen, the coaches. Can't do it. Why would the players be in one of my football chats? I said, and I thought this was an obvious joke. Somebody said, "Oh, can you believe what Burger just said?" He had he had said that Eli had never made the playoffs, other than those two years. When what he meant to say is that yeah, Eli had never won that. a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. So, so people in my people and my, they corrected him. Yeah, which. but people. So people in my group were complaining about that. They said, "Oh, Alex, did you hear the mistake he just made?" So I said, "I downloaded an app that automatically mutes Booger," and I thought that was an obvious joke. But multiple people in my group were like, "Oh my god, that's amazing! Send me the link I wanted." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. No, but Witten, Witten is worse. I, I'm gro- Tessitore's growing on me a little bit. I mean, I, I feel okay. bad for Witten because it's Nebuch. He's trying, but I, I don't understand why they take these rookies and give them the primo spots. Like, start What's on, like, weird is start that on the fifth team Olson. on Fox like, or Greg CBS. Greg Olson would be retired. Yeah, yeah of course. It's well, insane. Well, it was you weird last year how Greg Olson was was working for Fox while he was injured, but actively on the roster right, in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that is a better job than playing tight end at this point. Like, no <laughs> yeah. you're just giving the audience brain injury. Yeah, basically. Um, Detroit, Carolina. Detroit, I think, is totally mailing it in. Um, I, I, Carol, Carolina's gonna. Carolina's gonna be so mad after last week. Carolina's not bad. They just had a really bad week. Well, I mean, why did snacks? Uh, why did Detroit trade for Harrison? 
I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Like that's that's an ultimate win now guy, like a thirty three year old fat dude who plays like fifteen plays a game but dominates. Those yeah, and I'm not saying that they gave up because they traded Golden Tate. Like trading Golden Tate is like you know not the biggest loss in the world. They gave up because I think it is. I think Golden Tate's one of the most underrated guys in the league. Nah, I think he's very overrated. I think that he was underrated at a certain point. He was underrated in Seattle for sure, but he's become overrated. Now he's properly No, yeah, he was definitely underrated in Seattle. I mean, listen, every if you ever see broken tackle stats, he always leads the league in broken tackles. Um, he's such he, a great he, troll also. Good, the problem is, like, you trading for receivers midseason has been proven a billion times to not work. I mean, Golden Tate's a really smart guy, You, but you can't learn a whole playbook in a week. Anyway, so they I mean, they didn't even look at him like they were throwing to they were throwing to like obviously Ertz all game and then and and then Jeffrey. But but even this is the second time today I'm blanking on the Eagles third receiver. Um, Golden Tate, Nelson Aguilar. No, the Eagles third receiver, Nelson Aguilar. They were throwing Aguilar way more than Tate. I don't know if Tate's going to like I think Tate is useless this week in fantasy, to be honest. Well, I mean, he and was... I, ha- I have him or had him in every league. I wouldn't start him anywhere in fantasy this week until well, later until like they show that he like could have a good game and knows the, the plays. Yeah, they weren't going near him. Yeah. They were trying to get him involved in like running and and that type of place. Uh, all right, so I, I have Carolina. Do you have Do you have Carolina or Detroit? No, I have Detroit winning this game. And uh, I mean, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, whatever. But like, they got murdered two weeks in a row. They embarrassed themselves at Minnesota and at Chicago. Matthew Stafford looks really bad, but. To be fair, both of those were on the road. Now, that doesn't explain why they lost by two touchdowns at home to Seattle um, or, okay. or by like three touchdowns or four touchdowns, whatever it was, at home to the Jets. So I'm, prob- mm-hmm. I'm probably going to regret this, but I'm going to give it one more chance, and I'm going to think Detroit with the season on the line. I mean, this is obviously loser leaves town for them so or whatever the hell yes. slogan we're using. So I'm going to pick yeah. – uh, and I'm going to give you a spoiler alert. I'm in Detroit, so that's sort of like an advantage. I'm going to give you a spoiler alert. I have the home team winning every single game this week, so <laughs> – Okay. Uh, so in the Tennessee, the only one, Indy the Indy only Indy. one where I had the road team was ostensibly was I was going to pick Kansas City and Mexico City, but now that that's moved yeah. to LA, I've switched to the Rams. So I may, whatever. I'm okay. Not, I'm Uber Homer this week. Yeah, that that Rams home field adventure. Although it will be a cool scene this week, as long as people can actually go to the game and aren't really, you know, still, uh, you know, people's lives are still upended by the the fire stuff. Obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, Tennessee Indianapolis is actually a pretty good game. Uh, Tennessee. Still unwatchable, but like uh, they're they're a wacky team, and Indy is now like one of the most exciting teams in the NFL. Andrew Luck is back; it's fun. Uh, both these teams are still alive. That the sixty in the AFC, we say this every year. That's an abysmal spot because yeah. there's five actually good teams in the AFC. Five legitimately could make the playoffs or, or almost make the playoffs. You're, you're the playing AFC. to be the first team to lose in the playoffs because you know your game will be on at four o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, you're going to be on four thirty on ESPN on Saturday, yeah, and you know you're going to, uh, and you're going to go to. Possibly New England and get your absolutely door, you know, your doors blown off. Uh, if you're lucky, you go to Houston or something and get killed. Yeah. But yeah, these teams are both still alive for that. I have Indianapolis. Uh, Tennessee just had a lucky week. Yeah, I have Indy also. But I think it'll be a close game. I think t- Tennessee's defense, especially their, you know, their run defense is very good. So not a great week for Marlon Mack. Yeah, Mack had a bad week last week also. I should have traded him. Uh, do you want him before the trade deadline? Any interest in Marlon Mack? Didn't I just trade him Somebody to you? Trade on the podcast? No. Yeah, I did. I'm the one who gave him to you. You, oh yeah, you you gave him away, but now he's good. Yeah. Um, oh no, no, I gave away uh, in the other league. No, 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 I chose Payne Barber over him okay. in full waivers. So you had him, yeah. I'm getting off this week. So many leagues. No, a couple. You chose Pey- the same oh, week okay. that you so added Marlon, Marlon Mack, Mack. I added Payne Barber. Marlon Mack plays a different sport than Payton Barber in fantasy. Yeah, but at, at this the, point, Peyton yeah, Barber but it was before Marlon Mack had 30 three. points in consecutive games. I so. understand. I drafted him and cut him and cut him in a lot of leagues, so yeah. I had to like rebuy him or not get him. A Giants box. Uh, it's a fun. This game could have a bunch of points. Oh, like the Giants. Well, still that's what we thought last week in, in Tampa. I, I mean, it's I don't know. I don't know how to explain that game last week. 
Well, it was just a fluky game. It was, I guess, most similar to the Vikings game, where they like sort of moved the ball, but but couldn't get it in. I mean, listen, the Bucks offense actually played well. They just you know from no, they, sc- to they scored three points. So yeah, but uh, they moved the ball. Like they they played well enough that Fitzpatrick clearly was going to keep his job for one more week. Although if they if they don't score against the Giants, I think they go back to Winston next week. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people um, think that's, that... That's a watchable... That's going to be on... A lot of people think that for sure they're not going to Winston no matter what. It's sort of like the RG3 situation because the contract is guaranteed only for injury. Right. But I'm not sure if it's that set yet. You know, Dirk Cutter's playing for his job. Now, what happens... Yeah, I, yeah. Cutter has to do what's best for him. Well, but uh, there could I be a scenario think... where, let's say, Fitzpatrick has a, medio, has a bad game this week and they lose again. Yeah. And Cutter says he wants to go to Winston the next week and and the and the front office says, no, we want... We don't want to risk the injury. Well, Our I season's think that's over anyway. Conjunction with him, I think they've had this conversation. Well, or but it might be like it might be like uh, McAdoo in the in New York. Maybe he gets fired. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, that. Yeah. Okay. Or but Tom listen, Thibodeau. Anyway. Can I just complain? Way, that's another. Job. I don't think I've complained about the Jimmy Butler trade on this podcast. Right. I think it happened since the last podcast. Yeah, but it's right? too far ago. I, I really don't want. But you to. this is this is just the one complaint I have. Uh, you know, okay. Tom Thibodeau murdered basketball in Minnesota. Do, first of all, you read the Woj article about how the whole thing went down. I didn't. I meant to, and I never got okay. into it. Okay, it's honest. It, you know, you read that article as a Timberwolves fan, and it, it's like it's like watching like a Holocaust movie on Yoma Shoah. It's just like an oh, abysmal experience. It, Tom Thibodeau murdered this franchise in six ways. It's incredible how how the malpractice, how bad a job he did. And so the that's not what I'm complaining about. What I'm complaining about is the article said it is a done deal that he will be fired sometime between now and May. If that is the case. Mm-hmm. Why the hell did you let him be the guy to decide which trade to accept? That's the part that makes no sense. If you're saying he's fired anyways, why are you letting him choose the trade and he chooses a trade where they don't get a single first-round pick? Mm-hmm. Explain that to me. It's insane. No, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, Glenn Taylor's as much as fault. Butler's an asshole. Why don't they, ju- an why asshole. they just send Jimmy home and then trade him to, like, a team that has an injury or gets desperate by the trade deadline? I just I, – I, I understand you had to make a trade. I don't understand why – this too. Like – why is Tom why Thibodeau you, the one deciding trade which trade to make? I would yeah. I would have taken any first round pick from anybody over you know the two guys they got from the from the Sixers, but whatever. Three guys uh-huh. they got they got Bayless also whatever. Yeah, Jerry Bayless, he's a superstar. Yeah, Ugh, I, what right. teams do you play for? The all right, uh, Houston Washington. That's a fun game. <laughs> Although they're going to buy him out. Defense I think. is so. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Washington defense is so good. Uh, and Houston offense is good. This is a really fun game. Yeah, Washington, by the way, score against them. Washington, such a Jekyll and Hyde team. Oh, but that's another guy. Since I'm complaining about things that no one else cares about, in in my uh, in the only fantasy football league that I really really care about, at the last oh, uh, hello yeah Sunday afternoon, um, uh, a guy in our league drops Jordan Reed to pick up another tight end, who by the way scored okay. less than one point, so it backfired on him. And I, looking mm-hmm. at all the numbers in, in Tampa Bay, you you showed me a stat a couple weeks ago. The quarterback who plays against Tampa Bay, his yeah, cumulative is, stats is makes Drew Brees look like makes Drew Brees look like a scrub. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like thirty-seven touchdowns. It was insane. <laughs> yeah, was much better than Rodgers or anything. They've given up a touchdown to a tight end. I think like six out of eight weeks or something like that. I mean, they're just abysmally bad. By the so, way, that's a good. Qu- that's a good. That Bucks job is that a worse job than the Jets job? If Carter gets fired, I think it is. Yeah. Because you don't have a quarterback, but you're also like not going to be like have the first pick in the draft or anything. Yeah, yeah, that's a worse job right now. That's a bad job. And but you might um, be stuck with Jameis. Yeah, so I'm I'm busy whining about something. So Jordan Reed, who leads his team in targets, catches, yards, everything, he's going against a team that can't play defense against the pass at all, can't play defense, especially against tight ends. So at the last second, when he gets dropped by someone else, I pick him up and start him in, instead of Allen Robinson, and I lost by less than two points. And Allen Robinson had you know mm-hmm. 28 points, two touchdowns, and Jordan Reed did nothing. So, 
So, uh, so screw you, the guy who dropped him, and uh, screw life. So let's look at Washington. They, um, they're they at home against Atlanta, a team who has looked very mediocre on the road, got blown up by Pittsburgh, lost to Cleveland, et cetera, and they got absolutely destroyed. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was coming off a three-game winning streak, by the way. The next week, they go into Tampa, and you're like, all right, well, now they're going to lose again. Uh, they're playing a great offense. They just gave up 38 points to a great offense last week at home, and they gave up three points, and they win easily. So now they're home again. I don't know what the hell to expect from this team. I think I think they're going to be able to get to Watson. I think they're going to play well. I was surprised to see Houston as a three point favorite on the road. Yeah, I mean these are these are two relatively unimpressive six and three teams. I talked myself into the Reds into uh, Houston for confidence, but I think now I talk myself into Washington for sure. Yeah, I'm picking Washington, taking those points. I, I, you know, so Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville and Philly are in similar boats. Which is there, if we didn't know what we knew about last year, and I said this last week, we would think that they absolutely just sucked. Jacksonville showed us nothing the whole year, even less than Philly. Pittsburgh is going to win. Pittsburgh's winning that game and covering. Yeah, I disagree. You think Jacksonville's going to win? Well, listen, you love the Colts. I mean, Jacksonville could have easily won that game last week. I don't love the Colts. I thought, said they were going to beat the Titans. I feel like you've been picking. I, I think you've been picking the Colts every week for a while. You've been all I mean, over. They haven't, play, they haven't been playing the Rams. Yeah. They play a bunch of AFC South teams. I mean, last time we saw Jacksonville and Pittsburgh, it was in Pittsburgh, and Jacksonville put up 45 points. So, uh-huh. And if you remember, in that game, it was more the running game. I mean, Bortles didn't have to do that much. These teams are really close. It's, you know, it's like a slightly better team at a slightly worse team in most of these games. Yeah, and uh, this is another and game where the spread. Pittsburgh's favored by six points on the road in Jacksonville? It, I think it was three when it started, or three and a half or something. No, it's, it, start, it started at five and a half. That's way too high. Actually, I take it back. I would I would not bet th- those points with. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm taking these points also. And I'm taking the points that I'm picking Jacksonville to win at home. So there you go. All right, the garbage game of the week is Oakland, Arizona. That's yeah, don't the, care. The, the whole the whole country, you know, if you're a, if you're an old school guy or or you're just paying attention to one game, is going to get uh, Rams Saints. Um, excuse me, Eagles Saints. Uh, but uh, the Cardinals Raiders. They are do have the same pet peeve as me that uh, when when the four o'clock games. Start coming on the red zone before yeah. before the one o'clock games are over. You yeah, know what I'm saying? keep it separated. I, I I've I've said this a bunch of times. Like I would rather watch the commercials. The one yeah, o'clock games they're cutting the, from like the they're cutting from like super tense thirty seconds left to like the first play in the first quarter. Yeah, just because they're just, in the huddle, and yeah. I guess that's like sort of what they're supposed to do. Yeah, like just show you plays, but come on, but play now, up the drama. Absurd. Yeah, um, this team has scored nine points in the last two weeks against two not that yeah. great defenses in games where it was. Yeah, mostly Arizona's playing time. hard and Oakland isn't. It's just an easy pick for Arizona. Yeah. By the way, you had, a, that game you had another Raiders. I dropped Deion Lewis and Eric Ebron the last two weeks because I needed to hold on to Jalen Richard. Ebron is good, and we're stuck with Doyle in our thirty-two team league, and 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 he would be fine if the if not for Ebron, he's a good player. But yeah. man, anyway, that's uh, Ebron is having a monster year. That uh, that's another reason why the Lions suck. And I said this like in week two. Well, Ebron can't catch. Lions it's always just, been his problem. Nobody can't. Nobody. Like everyone gets worse in Detroit. Detroit's just a, is like the Jets or, or the Jets of the NFC. Yeah, that's what they are with a better quarterback. Um, Not much. Denver at the Chargers. The Chargers are awesome. This is the only the, game this week between a good team and a bad team. The Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers can win the Super Bowl. I mean, let's see them beat a good team. They haven't done well, that yet. We've we've gone over this twelve weeks in a row. Yeah, they don't play any but, good teams. Yeah, they, well, they the team, the they played two good teams and they, and they, they lost great both teams and they lost. Yeah, and they lost both good by double years. digits. We'll see them at Pittsburgh. They're probably going to lose that one. We'll see them play Kansas City again. And they don't even have both yet. This, is the, this team's going to be an absolute nightmare in the playoffs. The Chargers are good. I don't know. In the playoffs, you got to play good teams. The Chargers-Rams. What a Super Bowl. I mean, the Chargers are going to be um, the five seed, so they're going to be favored you know, at 
where? Well, actually, I don't know. Where, where are they? They're gonna play at Houston or something that's like not, that. It could be Houston. That's. I mean, that's a really good game, honestly. The Chargers yeah. Houston. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. And then, and then Patriots will be eighteen point favorites over like, yeah, <laughs> Baltimore with Baltimore with RG three or something. Something like that. Um, uh, New Orleans Philly. Uh, this is it for Philly. This is you know maybe maybe Mike Lombardi was right. Maybe Mike, Mike Lombardi was right and. Um, you know, and Doug Peterson sucks. Well, you just wanted to fire Dan Quinn a few minutes ago, so is Doug Peterson the next one to go? Yeah, is he on the hot seat? By the way, so the Jets, obviously every Jet fan wanted the Jets to fire Todd Bowles this week, every smart one. Yeah. And they Even didn't. The stupid ones. And But we were talking about the Jets are so cheap and stupid that they don't have a quarterback's coach, which you'd think maybe if you had a rookie quarterback pick third. Wait, they don't have, have one, a quarterback? Is that true? No. So well, Jeremy well, well, Bates, offensive to be fair, when you have an offensive genius for a head coach, you don't need one. Yeah, Jer- well, yes, a guy who definitely knows the names of the players on offense. And then Jeremy Bates, who was literally out of football for six years uh, and has never been successful, is the OC and the quarterbacks coach. Yeah, he was out of so football because we he, he was hiking. <laughs> yeah, and listen, and it's always this is how the NFL works. If you're good, then it's like the Mike Lombardi role. Like if you're good. Then someone will hire you, and if not, you're like talking on TV or you're tweeting or you're hiking the Oregon Trail. Yeah. So we were saying, like, idea. who do you who do you make the head coach if you fire Bowles? Because you can't promote. It's the Browns' problem. You can't promote Bates because yeah. he's the worst coordinator in the league. You can't really promote the defensive coordinator because three weeks ago everyone thought he was on death's door. Literally, Casey Rogers. I guess you could promote him if he's healthy. We don't know his health status. Um, and I don't even know if he'd take it because he's Todd Bowles' best friend. Um, Carl Dorrell is the wide receivers coach. He was a decent head coach at, at UCLA, so I guess he's probably the most natural guy. But then, who's the offensive coordinator? They don't have a. It's usually the quarterbacks coach, but there's no quarterbacks coach. Now, Chester, I ask you, who's the assistant quarterbacks coach? <laughs> Mike Lombardi's son. Mike Lombardi's son, Mick Lombardi. <laughs> We're one loss away from getting the Lombardi blood in our offense. I mean, it's plays. it's one thing that like half the teams in the NFL have this, you know, ridiculous, and we've discussed it before. That this nepotism in every state, like coach's son is also a coach. Yeah. But yeah. why is Mike Lombardi's son a coach? Like who who is that a favor to? Who owes a favor to I Mike mean, Lombardi? You know how it works. Any listen, any job you've ever got has probably been because of nepotism. Me and me too. Yeah, no, it's not because of nepotism. I mean, it's because Jerry of privilege, just but it's not one, because of Jerry Jer- Chester. Like Jerry Chester makes one call, and that's it. Yeah, no, it's that's be- how you. It's how because of like job. the environment he raised me in, and I give credit to all that. But you know, listen, Jerry Chester donated a wing to Harvard Law School. Yeah, you exactly. got in, and everything after that is gravy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the Chester you're, Library. You're the, yeah, Jared Jared Kushner of Minnesota. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, okay. So I have uh, New Orleans winning and covering. What's the spread again? Yeah, it's like seven and a half, eight. Seven, it started at seven. seven. It went up from there. Yeah, I think it moved up. This is crazy. Uh, so seven and a half, I wouldn't bet This on. is crazy. Um, I'm taking this. Actually, points. seven and a half, I'd pick Philly. But the I, Philadelphia I, Eagles have some pride. They're the defending Super Bowl champions. Look, I'm very wrong about everything. Last week, I mean, remember last week how I said how that Eagles-Washington game in week 17 was going to be like the Eagles would have already yes. clinched the playoffs? Yeah, what are you moving now to the to the week 17? Well, that's got to be the flex. So the, the, the Washington won a game I thought they'd lose. Philly lost a game I thought they'd win. Oh, Philly could be done by then. Philly could be like uh, five and ten that week. Well, Philly's going to lose this week, and they're going to drop to four and six. I think it's going to be close. Yeah, they're in trouble. I I would not I mean, give all nine. those points. Not nice. But I mean, after that, they come home to face the Giants. They go home to face. Mm-hmm. Then they stay home to face Washington. They got. They're going to win each of those. They're six and six, right? Yeah. Yeah. They go at the Cowboys. I mean, I would have picked them to win, but who knows? They lost one already. Then they go at the Rams. I don't know. They got a tough December. Then they face Houston and they go at Washington. I think Philly at Washington will be for. for I think that's going to be the flex game because that's going to be for the division in Week uh-huh. Seventeen. Yeah, uh, Minnesota at Chicago. Yeah, great um, game. 
Yeah, Chicago. Why are we discussing awesome. this? Did we discuss like all the uh, early games already? All the afternoon games? We did everything, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, everything's done. All right. It's a short week. This is the last, uh, the six second, buys. final yeah. six-bye week. I think next week's just two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, just well, um, just the two teams coming back from Mexico, but not coming back from Mexico. Yeah, so. the two teams coming back from Mexico. Yeah. It's great. I'm playing in, like, both leagues. I happen to be playing someone in Week 12 who has Cooks and Tyreek Hill. Oh, that's Two different good. leagues. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And this week, I've, I'm, I have two matchups where someone has Brady and Gronk. Not that Gronk's good, but... Uh, By the way, if, if you're in a league where the commissioner is playing against the team with Todd Gurley in Week 12, then he probably made the schedule after the draft and he probably cheated. Oh, so. interesting. Why? Did that happen in your league? No. I'm the commissioner of my league. I would never do that. But I just thought oh, about it right now. Like, if you made the schedule, in, you'd want to face Todd Gurley's team in Week 12. In um, Again, I'm in seven leagues, so it's every hard possibility to keep track. is yeah. possible. Um, but no, but in um, in a league I'm in first place in, I play Todd Gurley in week twelve, but I'm so far ahead it's irrelevant. Like I, I'm, I was thinking, what? How about what this? What do you, this is a fantasy football ethics question. Um, the eight teams make the playoffs in this league out of twelve, which is obviously too many. Yeah. And I've complained for next year, but I was never close enough to first to even like notice. I've, oh, I always like sneaking as the eighth seed and get my doors blown off in the first round. Um, so I, I, I said like let's make it seven and give them a buy, or at least give it. There's not even money for regular season champion. At least like give the person a hundred dollars from the pot. Um, or let them pick their opponent. That's the, the, all, those are all Chester staples. They're all good. Not Sammy Chester staples. Those, Sammy Chester would have the last place team pick of big Chester. <laughs> they're going to play. Well, no, um, what we actually do at AYFFL is it's a four team like round robin basically. It's everyone. Oh yeah, it's a round robin. Everyone, it's the top two, which is top fine. Two advanced, it's yeah. less fun, but it's it, the truth is the old school fa- fancy football way is kind of more stressful and fun, but it's stupid. When it comes to playoffs, um, the fairest thing it makes the most sense. So yeah. So anyway. What do you think about losing on purpose uh, to get a better play, to like change your playoff matchup? Because let's say in theory I could fall to the two and I wanted to play the seven team instead of the eight team. What do you think about? I mean, that? you're just making too many assumptions because it's not like the seven and the eight are set in stone, are they? Let's say they were. Let's say you're I mean, there, there are definitely sc- there are scenarios where you could you so, could you know if there it. if there was a situation where without question it would be better for your team to lose than to win. Then again, that yeah. that's the fault of the commissioner for having bad rules in your league. That's why it shouldn't be yeah. that you're locked. That's why you should get to pick your opponent or whatever else we're saying, so that that shouldn't happen. Yes. Yeah, or get a buy right. or get a home field advantage. Right. There should be some incentive set. Someone should never do that. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so I uh, I'll put it in for next week, next year. Anyway, uh, or if right. it's Sammy's I league, have... you can just switch it in the middle of the league, in the middle of the year. Why not? Yeah, we could just we could just vote and and yeah. then if it's eleven to one, but Sammy is the one, then he wins. Yeah. Minnesota, at, it was just he had such confidence that he was going to win when everyone was against him. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, I guess I guess the Chester's raised you guys. Like, were you raised like, oh, you're always right and the teacher's always wrong? Were you guys oh, raised no. like that or no? Oh, absolutely not. Because my parents are in education, so the teacher was always right and I was always. Yeah, wrong. I mean, my, my no, my parents would believe anything about me. Do you know? Yeah, so I don't know why it, Sammy has wait, all this confidence. Have, I, I, this is this is probably too long and boring a story to say on the podcast. But um, my, uh-huh. when, when we were in Israel for the year, um, my my parents, you know, my parents come about a month after I'm there because they come for the Jewish holidays. And the first thing they do is they start yelling at me as soon as they see me about how disgusting I am. That they send me to Israel to study, and instead I'm hanging on the streets drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. And I'm looking at them like, what are you talking about? So what happened is, is I had been in Jerusalem a couple weeks prior. And because I'm such a kind person, I had decided to pay a visit to some random old lady who's like friends of my grandmother who was since who had died, right? So I, I, I pay a visit to this random old lady. The random old lady, because she's old and senile, later that day, out the window, sees some other male around my age and size walking by in a blue oh, no. shirt, drinking a beer and smoking a cigarette and decides it must be me. 
calls my parents halfway around the world to say uh, a senile lady who you did a favor say, to say it again calls your parents a senile lady is calling your parents she calls my parents exactly to say I saw your son smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol on the streets of Jerusalem and my parents don't even call me and say we heard this about you they just decided it must be true and they throw the accusation at me I'm like so no good deed goes unpunished I went and visited this old lady she then decided that anyone wearing a blue shirt that day was me for some reason yeah, so my parents would believe anything negative about me, no matter who says it. I hope it. you went back and beat up that old lady. <laughs> I think God got her eventually. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. God did not friend her. Um, okay. Uh, I, so I have the Vikings. What's the line in that game? Chicago by two? It's three. Chicago by three. Yeah, I have the Vikings yeah. and, and the Vikings uh, plus three. And then the Monday so you night. you think the Vikings are going to go into Chicago game. and win? Yeah, I mean, I I, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it can't happen. I just don't have the confidence, you know. I think it's a toss up, so I'll probably take the points. <laughs> if the Vikings lose, it's going to be an uphill battle for the rest of the season. That's for sure. Okay. All right. Are we done? Oh, the Monday night, the best game of the year. Monday night game. Yeah. I. I this is to me is a toss up. In confidence, I put this last. Then just guessed. I. I think the Chiefs are going to win because the Rams haven't looked great the last couple weeks, and the Chiefs have. But, I mean, nothing would surprise me. A blowout either way, a close game, nothing would surprise me. In this yeah, I mean, that was my take when the game was in Mexico. Now it's in Los Angeles. And so not that the Rams have the best home field advantage, but there's got to be. I assume the line has moved, right? Yeah, I would has guess moved so. quite a bit. Looked, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I guess I'll take the Rams to win, but I'm probably going to I'm probably gonna stay with those points just because I think it's, the, it's, it's such a toss-up. I think a little bit of the bloom is off the rose on McVay the last couple weeks. They haven't been as good. Mm -hmm. Their defense is, is really struggling. I don't think the booms off the rose. Listen, listen. No team's ever gone sixteen and zero and won the Super Bowl. Like every great team, still has two or three bad games. That's the Rams are in a little bit of a rut. They'll be fine. They're a good team. The Rams are still. They've still. They've, they've still won all of them, but one against you know yes. New Orleans this is, is number one in the power rankings right now for me actually. So. Yeah, but this is still. They're still. I'd say the Super Bowl favorite slightly over KC in New Orleans. The Rams are, uh, in my book. Not, I, I mean, don't know if they Vegas's book. The problem is if they lose if they lose this, this game, I would I would put KC. They're, they're, then they're in, they're in a lot of trouble for the one seed, right? Because they've already yeah. lost. And you don't want to go to New Orleans. Orleans. Like some of these breaker. games, I wouldn't care. Yeah, I mean, KC is also tough to, tough place to play. Like KC New Orleans would be brutal places for a two and a three seed to have to go win. Yeah, those are serious home field advantages. As you know, yeah. in as in as much as the, they exist uh, in the, uh, the Vikings played an NFC Championship game in New Orleans. Not sure how that one turned out though. In the yeah, end. I don't know. I don't kill the body and kill the uh, something, and the body dies or something like that. Yeah. Um, all right, this was fun. Even though you don't want to play the NBA game, uh, anti shout out to Sammy Chester, trying to mess with the league. Still, I love you, Sammy. Um, uh, what else? Anything That's else it. going on? You have a parent corner. No. You have no. a parent corner. I I'm sick. <laughs> My kids have been sick. Everyone's been sick all week. Do you, uh, do you like miss work because you're sick? I mean, I can work from anywhere, so it doesn't really matter. I should have asked you for a question for the for the dad cast. You didn't you didn't write in. Uh, you didn't ask me for any parenting advice. I, I was giving <laughs> you parenting advice. Yeah, I got to turn to you for my parenting advice. Are people going to be mad that I said um, that? You asked me this already. I know, but not By on the, the way, air. You moron. Before, before <laughs> we were on the air, we were having a good conversation, which I thought should have got on the air. Right? What was it about? I don't remember. It was about being nice to each other, being mean to each other, hating each other. Oh yeah, Chester like said because uh, oh, so Sammy. Chester said I was speaking meanly to him, and I was, but it's G-Chat, and I'm messing around, and also I'm used to talking to you, and you don't take things personally. You're never like, you hurt my feelings. You would never say something like that. 
Yeah. Um, well, because online, my attitude is like, dish and take it as harsh as you want online. A hundred percent. And I'm nice. Yeah. If you want to see you in person? I would. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I play a character online. I'm different in person. So. Yeah, I'm nice. Speak nicely to you in person. Which, but which, I'm by the way, I realize like, that is like the cause of most of the negativity in our society today. That people yeah, act like assholes true. on the internet. And, yeah. So, but but I feel like I'm doing it sort of tongue in cheek, so it's okay. But I guess if you but don't also, know me, I'm well, not mean. I'm, I'm not like asshole. mean on Twitter. I, I'm not get, going out and getting blocked by people and 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 starting fights at all. Or on Facebook, which I'm not even on. Well, um, yeah, you're, but you're obnoxious to me on Twitter, and I'm obnoxious to you on Twitter, but not to strangers. Yeah, so. we, yeah, but that's a bit. Yeah, like, no, no, I agree we with do. you. We don't take it personally. So Sammy yeah. said, I'm mean, and then you said, yeah, you are mean, and then we get into a whole thing. Uh, I'm not mean. <laughs> what are your, oh, I have a question, So because we're not doing a podcast before, oh, yeah, I guess we are. Um, so th- do you, what, do you, what do you do on Thanksgiving? Are you a football on Thanksgiving family? Do you guys make Thanksgiving? Do you go to somebody? Well, last year I made Thanksgiving, and I was all proud of it. I made the turkey all myself and everything, and then I posted it on Facebook, and then some nasty listener, I think Dan Birkin or something, said, oh, that turkey's not even so big, and he hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a little turkey. And you had a lot of, like, I have to admit, you had a it lot of It was 14 pounds. It wasn't little. You, it, it didn't look little, but you had, it, it, like, this, it was looked nice, like it was your new kitchen, like you guys were proud of it, but the, some of those side dishes looked pretty schwach. Like, I was not excited about some of the sides. Wait, hold on. Let's go. We got to go back to those pictures. I was pretty yeah, proud of everything last year. Yeah, go to the picture right year. now. I, I send it to me. Like to me, some of those sides looked weak. I was not like, oh, I wish I was at the Chester's house right now, pounding all that healthy food. Didn't you have to make like a lot of healthy food for your guests or something? Well, half of my family's vegetarian. Yeah. Are Are Jerry and Fern coming to Thanksgiving this year? Well, so that's what's so insane. Do you know what we're doing this year? We're going out no. to a Georgian restaurant. Oh, the, the, I mean, the, the Georgian <laughs> people should be offended. I like like Georgian food. That's exciting, but you have. What's that like, souffle or whatever it's called? Yeah, we're going to that fancy restaurant. Not fancy, that famous restaurant in Queens that like all like the foodies like and all like the famous. Oh chefs, sure, like, yeah. Instagram pictures of. Do you know what I'm talking about or no? Yes, 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 yes. I haven't been there. I, I forget what it's called, but it was Probably not my decision. Such there was a there was a debate in the family like chat, WhatsApp group about where we such were going a cop to go. out when people go to restaurants. Such a cop and, like, out. We, well, the argument was about who was going to host the meal, and then it was just decided. And I don't care, so I'm not going to argue. What's but. also crazy is like maybe it, it works the other way, but like the non-orthos, the non at least like the non-Jews go crazy over Thanksgiving, which is like smaller than one Shabbos for us. Like your wife, if your wife is having company, she makes more food for the two meals on Friday night, Saturday afternoon than like the average American makes for Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right. So I'm looking. I'm looking at this meal. We had meatballs. Okay, meatballs are we had okay. like they're not really had like, Thanksgiving. We had like candied yams. We had cranberry yeah. sauce, which was fresh, not from a can. Uh huh. We had squash. We have a, we have right. several. We have several salads. Is that your issue? You know we what? Like there was good things, salads. but there was just too many healthy looking things there for me. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. It's not the what yeah. The we had like five salads. Them. Again, half the people were vegetarian. So that's a mess. All right. Yeah, the restaurant is weak. One time. Um, we didn't do Thanksgiving. But it's one I, thing if you're going to a restaurant that's going to have like a Thanksgiving theme. We're going to a Georgian restaurant. I don't even know what yeah, Georgian food is. Yeah, they're not going to have like a Georgian turkey. Unless you, it's, it's also, like Atlanta, Georgia. It's also my son's, so my youngest son's birthday is always Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. So we're going to like, can I like bring a cake from the outside? Do I have to have like some weird Georgian dessert for like his birthday Oh yeah, cake? you're going to have to have a Georgian cake or like go home or something and do the cake there. They're not going to let you bring in food to this restaurant. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going to happen. So uh, Yeah, Luckily, one, so one time we didn't do Thanksgiving. We stopped doing Thanksgiving. Like we stopped getting invited to my family's Thanksgiving, my family. Not like all of the all of the Wienickers stopped getting invited. And then oh, so we didn't do anything because my parents were like, I'm not like we don't have to make it. Look, you make Friday night dinner the next night. You're not making two in a row. Nobody's interested. We have a very small family. Uh, so we didn't do anything. And Mara's grandma found out and she's like, no, you have to have a turkey. <laughs> so she's like, go to some rest. So we went out to Teaneck. Like a lot of places were close. We drove to Teaneck, New Jersey. We're in the city. Uh, and, she, you know, she sponsored our dinner. 
but I didn't want the turkey. I was like, well, they don't make turkey. It's not their specialty. They have like a special Thanksgiving menu, but like that's not their thing. I like I want to get the ribs or whatever. So I got the ribs, and then like Merritt still like brought it up the other day. She's like, remember when Grandma paid for you to get turkey, but you got ribs? Like, yeah. So <laughs> the, the restaurant, the Thanksgiving restaurant, is kind of nebby. I have to admit. Are you? Are you? That's so are you guys having a big Thanksgiving? We go, yeah, we go. Uh, we have a couple friends, a uh, 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 couple friends, not a couple of friends, but uh, a couple that makes. She's very into cooking. She's really into like the sous vide and the Instapot and all those things. Very into cooking, and she makes. Yeah. Uh, but the, but she the makes a turkey and the all the stuff, and, the stuff and then the kids else, watch. Yeah. Uh, it's much later here, so the kids watch like the parade, and then we watch the early Lions game, and the yeah. kids like fall asleep on the couch, and it's fun. Yeah. So you were asking about football. My family never really wants to watch football, and this year we're going to be in. This Georgian restaurant in Queens. It's going to be like oh, two yeah. hours of traffic on the way home. That's a disaster. No, so I'm yeah, not going to see any football. Never, I would never have agreed to this. You're, yeah, you're, I'll be home for the second half of the Atlanta-New Orleans game, hopefully. so The second half of the Atlanta-New Orleans game? Does that mean you're going to miss like both of the first games? Or will you be able to watch the first game? I don't know what the hell. The, no, the we're definitely, no, because the first, is like game, the first game is... I got to deal with my kids all day. No. I'm, the, I'm, the first first ga- of all, the first the, game is the, a Lions game. Who cares? No, all three games are fun. The 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 um listen, you'll regret not watching this game in six weeks when football's over. Yeah. Any game again, you don't watch, you'll you'll regret. We live in different worlds. You live in a world where football starts every night for you at eight o'clock when your kids have gone to bed already or are going to bed. Your youngest ones, uh-huh. ones you have to watch. No, but I right? listen, I, it's not like I've never been, it's not like this is my first rodeo. Like the, we used to go also my football's like a very pro football fan. I'm not talking so about Thanksgiving, I, I'm talking about every single Sunday. True. It's it's it, like I most people who are like American huge sports fans who move to Europe yeah. or Israel or whatever are probably annoyed yeah. about the fact that games are on in the middle of the night. But for uh-huh. somebody like me who doesn't sleep anyway, it would be way better because your yeah, kids are asleep. You're an exception. I mean, listen, that's why I was I worked in NBC so I could just get out of the house and watch football and encumber. Yeah, it was like the main thing. The money was like the side side hustle. Okay, we'll we'll let everyone go. Uh, let us know what we should talk about next week. We got the Thanksgiving games. Should we rank quarterbacks? We haven't done that. Should we maybe just start the games, which we usually do the last six weeks of the year? Oh, well, so people are starting to ask about top ten lists. We got that coming December, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. All right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. I first met Tom McCann I was working in the mines Said he had himself a dark-haired daughter With long green eyes And when she and I didn't meet She was bathing in the creek Prettiest girl in the whole damn holler That ain't no lie So I went according Cade McCannon Got me a job and I quit my rambling Every day I'd save a quarter of my pay I could buy a diamond ring
Lord, and one day I come home to find My darling angel's not in sight So I made for the creek Seeing light in me And I found her with some other lover Then I put three rounds in the Kate McCannon Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.